The following podcast is sponsored by StructureTech. Today, we're going to talk about icky things in homes. We're going to have a, a dirty episode. <laughs> Just warning to the listeners, don't be eating dinner or anything right now or snacking yeah. on anything. Welcome, everybody, to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. My name is Bill Ulrich alongside Tessa Murray and Ruben Saltzman, that dynamic duo. Today, we're going to talk about icky things in homes. We're going to have a, a dirty episode. <laughs> and what what else? How else can we yeah, describe just, it? Just warning to the listeners, don't be eating dinner or anything right now or snacking yeah. on anything. Well, and, you know, it's kind of an impromptu topic. We're just, Larry was just asking, producer Larry was asking us, what's what's some of the nastiest stuff you, you've seen? And we said, that'd be a great topic. It'd be really <laughs> disgusting and fun. So why yeah. not? People generally are disgusting. Oh, man. There's a lot of disgusting people. You you talk about some of the nastiest stuff I've seen. (laughs) It's definitely people related. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The home inspectors on our team who do truth and housing evaluations Mm -hmm. have seen way more than the home inspectors on our team who just do home inspections. Yeah. The big difference is for truth and sale of housing, that's the inspection that's done on a home before you put it up for sale. And it doesn't matter who is selling to whom. If you're going to transfer a title, you need to have the truth and housing evaluation. So we'll do these on a lot of homes where the house would never be fit to be seen by other people but we still got to go in there and do this. Okay, so we're not passing judgment on people. No, it's, it's just, just the condition of houses. It's a totally different animal. I mean, yeah. if you're doing a home inspection, you're not going to find the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes it gets out of control. Yeah. yeah. Let's be honest. You put that thing over in the corner and you forget about it. Maybe you have a pet in the house and they didn't forget about it. Right. And they started using... Uh, yeah. Whatever you left in the corner as their litter box. Uh huh. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, you know, to be fair to some of our spouses, I don't know if you guys are this way, but I'm kind of a neat freak. Like, I like things clean, I like things immaculate. And I think part of that comes from being a home inspector. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But all we do is we go into houses that are show ready and we start to get this idea that this is maybe how people really live because that's all we ever see is things just made immaculate. I think it changes the way you feel that a house, your house should look. At least it does for me. I feel like I don't. I want some more of those immaculate houses, Ruben, because I feel like you I, it's the opposite that makes me want to go home to a clean house. It's doing inspections in disgusting houses that makes me want to go home to a clean house. And you've done a bunch of those as a home inspector, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Huh. I think we all have. I think I think everyone on the team can attest to doing at least a, a few, like just cringeworthy, disgusting houses. Yeah, we have our share of those. Yeah. Yeah. What's some of the worst you've found for just Ugh. people stuff or maybe you, know, you wanted to leave? Well, Bill reminded me of one when he was talking about pets using things. There was one house I inspected. I think it was in Northeast, actually. And it was a really, really, I mean, it was like 100 plus year old house with a, you know, stacked stone foundation. And the stone was was basically crumbling and uh-huh. all the mortar was crumbling. So there was a bunch of sand 
on the floor. And I don't know, maybe a portion of this basement actually didn't even have a poured concrete floor. It might have mm-hmm. been original dirt. But this house was, it was disgusting. I, it had been vacant for a while too, but whoever had been renting it before, obviously n- had never cleaned it. And cats had lived in this house. Oh no. So oh, no. <laughs> one of the first things I noticed on my walkthrough was, well, first of all, the smell of the cat urine, odor. the strong odor of cat urine burning your nostrils but just this gigantic hole that the cat urine had eaten through on the baseboard and the area the cat had been going to the bathroom on. like it was it was orange and it had like rotted through like the, oh, the baseboard because of all of the just the cat urine and the acidity that was one thing that was disgusting but i got down to the basement and apparently the cat had thought that the dirt floor was their litter box <laughs> so all across the floor it was just oh that's all you could see you know i i think we've talked about our colleagues on this show before and sewer joe and you know the amazing work he does with us at sewer inspections yeah. and i remember he'd come out to this house to do a sewer inspection and his mo is to remove his shoes at the front door and <laughs> I didn't get a chance to warn him about the basement. And he had gone down there and I went down there and I joined him and I noticed he was in his socks. Oh, and I no. was like, Joe, do you want me to bring you your shoes? <laughs> oh, I think, I, you know, he I has to deal with a whole bunch socks. of stuff. But that was a pretty disgusting situation in the yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Oftentimes animals are involved in these conversations. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And less so dogs than cats. I don't know. I have been in many a home where people had just decided I'm giving up on letting my dog go outside. Oh, man. And they use the basement as their litter box, as the dog's litter box. And it's just unbelievable. It's horrible. I won't get into the specifics. You can imagine. Yeah. Really gross. Disgusting. Okay. So one thing that I find very disgusting are front-loading washing machines. Mm, Yeah. And I have one, mm-hmm. and I can't figure out how to get this smell to go away. Okay. I Did washed... you write a blog about it, Ruben? Well, no, but I did read my owner's manual. Oh. And it was enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> so I clean the filter. I do everything I'm supposed to do. But if you stand next to the laundry sink when it's like dumping out the first round of wash water... It mm-hmm. is almost it's foul. hard to breathe. I've done that around clients where it discharges and I have to go, I promise that's your washing machine. Like, I don't want them to <laughs> it's think not I'm, me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dropping bombs during wow. the inspection. How is it that good people buy such bad equipment? Well, I'll High tell you. High efficiency, less water? I've never had a washing machine that does that. I I don't know exactly what it is that causes that condition, but something I learned in my owner's manual is that you're supposed to do this special wash thing. I think it's monthly. A tub wash. Oh, Uh, really? A tub wash, yeah. You do your tub wash monthly? Yeah. And and you still have these foul odors. Yeah. All right. We need to get to the bottom of this thing. Yeah. I have a front loader and it, I mean, the ring gets gross if you don't clean it out and leave the door open, but I don't get that smell from from it. Yeah. Um, Huh. I'm blaming you, Bill. Well, okay, so I had a similar (laughs) smell. (laughs) I had a similar smell. We have a basement bathroom. In the last few months, I've noticed that when I turn the water off, it would drain fine. And then five seconds later, I would hear bloop, 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 bloop. I'm like, 
what the heck would that be? And it's new plumbing, it's PVC, it's not crazy galvanized or anything like that. And something fell down the drain the other day. I couldn't get it. I actually pushed it into the drain. I'm like, dang it. It's probably my kids, something that was important. I should go investigate. So I took it all apart and there was a whole lot of nasty that I didn't expect to be in there in there. So I always thought regular plumbing lines were self-scouring, like new plumbing was wash itself out as this dirty water leaves. Yeah. Not the case. There was hmm. like a pencil hole left in this drain that had and, turned to scum. And you're talking about the P-trap at your bathroom sink drain. Before I'd even got to the P-trap, it had been closing down little by little, like layer of soap at a time or something. It was just the weirdest thing. And it had the most horrible smell. And you're in St. Paul, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Wait, is this is this is it like the goo that sticks on the stopper? Because yeah. you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, when you pull the stopper exactly. out, and it's the the long, snaky, slimy gunk and there's, that and comes there's out. And there's hair mixed in with it. Yeah, right? but there is yeah. there was, was there no hair? hair on this. It, it was just slime. That was all clean. It was just all oh. the slime stuff. And I always thought that it just it drained fast enough with new plumbing that it would mm. always kind of keep itself clean. Is that not that's obviously not the case. It, that's that's all I've ever experienced is that. I don't know what you got going on at your house. You got washing machine issues and all kinds something, of stuff. Something funky's going on yeah. with the water there. Bill. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> we'll have to get a, an, an answer to your stinky washing machine. That's going to take some some research. I'm wondering if the same kind of buildup that was in my drain is somewhere in that discharge. Mm. Like, hmm. So the water itself isn't really nasty and gross. It's it's just going through nasty and gross. And I don't know. Yeah, I'm stumped. Sorry, man. Maybe it's the drain hose, the corrugated drain hose from the washer to the sink that, or wherever you It's a really interesting idea. Because it's corrugated, right? I don't even know how I would clean said. Replace it. Replace it, yeah. <laughs> that requires I <laughs> dig into this and... I I'll am, come over. I I'll replace it for you. Mechanically Bill. inclined. <laughs> yes, you are. These kinds of yes, things. you are. There's a YouTube video on it, probably. I'm sure. What yeah. did you use my pipe bender for the other day? You're bending pipe, Bill, and you're saying, telling me you're not mechanically inclined. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's for the cabin. That's I experiment at the cabin because what could go wrong? Who cares? It's up north at the cabin. I don't experiment with my own house because something could go wrong, and I'm not there. <laughs> And surely yeah. if it does go wrong, I will be to blame. So, yes. well, moving along from my stinky issues. <laughs> Ruben, right. you, you've got some gross stories, no, personal I've, I've gross got stories. so many of them. Addicts, I found so many disgusting things in addicts, and it's always animal related. Mm. When raccoons get into an attic, it is unbelievable oh. what they do. They use that for their personal toilet. That is totally <laughs> disgusting. Squirrels will do the same thing. Ooh, and bats. birds and bats. Oh my goodness, bats. Yeah. So disgusting. Yeah. Anytime you got other, I don't know, creatures sharing a home, they can make such a mess. Not to say that humans don't make a mess either, but when these uninvited guests share your house, oh my God. they he always make a gigantic mess. I just had a flashback years ago when I was working at Cocoon. I went into an attic that had hundreds of dead bats in it. No. This is before I knew how bad bat guano is for yeah. your, your health and your lungs. Yeah. I should not have been in that attic, but they were like 
freeze dried in position, like hanging from rafters and stuff, just like dried up dead bats everywhere. I want a picture. I don't I don't think I have any, oh. but it was it was horrifying. Yeah. I mean, they had a bat infestation in that attic and they were just ugh. Ruben, do you remember the bat disease that they were trying to prevent when you went in and did the tours at Mammoth Caves in Kentucky? Yes. As a matter of fact, I do. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. It was, yeah, it's something like dry nose or I can't remember what it is, but they did have large scale die-offs of bats and really? they, there was some disease that they carried around and you had to wash off your feet before you went in oh the yes. cave and you'd wash it again when you left the cave. Oh my gosh. We, yep. we were there not at the same time, but within the same year. Wow. And so maybe there was some like, maybe there's just some disease that spread through the bat population in that <sighs> yeah. particular house. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that uh, the bats bats make a mess, and that's why I mean that's part of the reason we always wear respirators when we go in the attic. We're not wearing an N95 mask for our attics. We're wearing the respirator, yeah. like it's got the charcoal filter, and nothing's getting through that thing. And that is company policy. Like you don't enter an attic without one of these bad boys for sure. Yeah. So attics. What else? We've got, we've talked about living conditions for people. Other things for basements, I mean, we talked about dogs and cats using it as their personal toilet, but also sewage. I specifically remember this might be the only home where I refused to do the inspection. I just called it off because wow. there was sewage in the basement. There was standing sewage. Ugh, and this, I think it was a truth in housing evaluation I was doing. And the agent was really upset with me for oh not doing it. And they're like, well, what? we need this done. I said, well, you got to clean up the sewage. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not walking through this. No, It's standing. It's several oh inches God. of sewage. And and they were mad that I wouldn't do it. I just said, I'm not. You're going to have crazy. to hire somebody else. And they never hired me again for anything else. Well, and good. I mean, I say good riddance. Let <laughs> yeah. somebody else do wow. that. But I mean, that'll get you sick. That yeah. Is, that is not safe to no, do. Yeah. You should. Yeah. No. I, I, was th- I was imagining the conversation that you're having with the client at the driveway. So welcome home. Must be so excited. I'm glad you found your new house. Are, do you have any concerns with the house? Well, there's six inches of standing sewer in the basement, but we still love it. Um, Can you figure out what's wrong? Yeah. But at least it was a homeowner. It wasn't, somebody didn't obviously want to buy the standing sewage yet. They they were going to find out all about it later. Knowing what we know now about the number of failed sewer lines out there, would you say it was probably an issue with the main sewer line and it oh, backed surely. up and it just had been backing up, backing up, backing yes. up, and no one had done anything? Nobody to lived fix in it. there and yeah. it just sat that and it is got horrible. really disgusting. Oh, was it summertime yeah. too? Like, was it hot and steamy in that house? It surely was. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, man. it wasn't winter. Oh, yeah, that's going to like cool humidify the house with sewage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had the sure. agent done a pre-listing <laughs> appointment and had, did they know? I, the... I didn't ask. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty, I'd say it, that's pretty up there, Ruben, for discussion. That was gross. Another one, not quite as bad, but very bad, was the mold house. And you, act, you asked Nick about the mold house. Hmm. He'll surely remember. This was one where they had water damage back, I don't know, 2000. 
2013, 2012, something like that. I don't know what happened. Ruptured pipe and it sat there vacant for a long time. And this was a summertime deal where it just stewed. And there was mold covering everything in the home from the basement to the attic. It was a one and a half story house in Hopkins. And I mean, even at the second floor, there was mold on all of the surfaces. You go in the basement, I mean, everything's just black. And we wore our respirators oh for the God. entire inspection. I mean, we're, we're wearing these flimsy little cloth things mm-hmm. during our inspections today. Big deal. That's nothing. Wear a respirator for a whole inspection. That gets really old. That, that sucks. Can I ask the obvious question? Why did we even do it? Yeah. Why were you I... conducting a home inspection? I mean, isn't it obvious that you've it's got some severe problems yeah, going it's a gut. on? <laughs> Yeah, that's not for me to answer. Okay. Huh. I wonder the same thing. Yeah. There's many homes where we get called out to do the inspection. And I say, what What are we doing here? Oh, man. <laughs> like, what are they hoping yeah. to learn? Inspecting. Yeah. Gosh, that's pretty, that's pretty gross. You know, I was thinking there's one more place I've found dead animals besides basements and, and attics. Well, and, well, crawl spaces too, but... Mm. Crawl space is a whole other thing. We could probably all tell our gross stories about crawl spaces. But, uh, this is the time. Well, I, you know, I was actually thinking of, I was inspecting a house that had a, had a wood-burning fireplace. You know where I'm going with this. They no. were missing a spark arrester on the top of this chimney. Oh, mm-hmm. I yep. could smell something. I, I walked in this house. I could smell something. It smelled like something had died. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from. Is it a dead mouse somewhere? Like, I don't know, but I could smell it. And I got over to the fireplace and I'm, you know, I'm checking the inside of the firebox, you know, and I open the damper and this dead, like, hawk. It's oh. like rotted is on the backside of this damper and it about knocks me out. The smell is so bad. Oh my gosh. And I, <laughs> the, the, the hawk fell into the firebox and I, I can't remember. I think I, bl- I blacked this out. I'm trying to remember. I must have taken it outside. Like, put my gloves on and gotten it out. Are you serious? It was so disgusting. It smelled so bad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow, gross. Yeah, that was that was pretty disgusting. Now, I, I note, you know, if there's no spark rust on the outside of a chimney, I am not opening up that damper. Or if I do, it's going to be a very gradual, like, little peak, you know, make sure there's nothing dead up there. And then the head yes. falls down. <laughs> yeah. oh. I can't shut it. Really. Oh, no. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> I'm not living, but I'm here. <laughs> You know, Tess, that reminds me. I started the show. I was going to share a story of my dad's, and I got totally sidetracked on tissue evaluation. <laughs> Tishies. Tishes. Yeah, tissue. My dad was doing a tish in Minneapolis. Nobody was living there. It had been vacant for a while, and they had just abandoned the home with all the food in the fridge. Ooh. And I, I don't know what was in there. We didn't open it, but it made the whole house stink so bad Ugh. that when my dad left... The smell carried with him, and he had to go home and change his clothes and take a shower. But then when he got back in his car, his car stunk oh, from, no. it's like he transferred it from the house to his own vehicle. His tool bag, Just from probably. being in the air. I don't know. I mean, but it reminded me of, of an wow. episode of Seinfeld, if you ever used to watch that yeah. show. There, yeah. was, there was an episode where that happened, where yes. they had to, George had to get rid of the car. Or was yeah. it? 
who had to get rid of it? I, I don't know. I can't remember, but I know it. Yeah. Was, yeah. The the mechanic funny. got the car all yeah. nasty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That it happened to my dad. I don't remember what he had to do to get defunkify his vehicle. Uh, but you know, speaking of your dad, I was doing an inspection with him. We did this apartment building on Lake Street, mm-hmm. and you know, we were going through as many as we could, you know, quickly testing everything and. And there were signs of cockroaches, you know, throughout these units and stuff. But I won't forget, your dad was testing an outlet in the bathroom, I think. And he pulled his outlet tester out of the out of the outlet and like a couple cockroaches came out oh. and scurried out of the, yeah. the outlet. And I remember your dad just going, ah! <laughs> it's just it was like oh my gosh we have to we have to get through this like quickly you yes know? yes i didn't know cockroaches were a thing for us oh yeah it, it i don't know what brings them here but we've i've seen them yeah i remember when melinda was in training with me and melinda has a unnatural fear of cockroaches he's, <laughs> Sorry, from chicago. he's from chicago yeah he he cannot tolerate cockroaches or dolls or dolls Unnatural fear of both. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but especially cockroaches, cockroaches on a doll would really. Oh, my gosh. It's a good prank. <laughs> 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 we love Malin. I hope he doesn't yeah, listen to this no. or he knows it's going to be coming. Uh-oh. But it was this house that had cockroaches all over. And, and I mean, if, if you see little little dots on the outlets, that's their, mm-hmm. their droppings. Feces. Feces, yeah. And it had cockroaches kind of going in and out of the outlets and here and there. And Malin got so just flustered, he was worthless. Like, I, I would say, hey, can you check that? And he'd go, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually I said, Malin, you need to go wait outside. And he just waited outside t- till the end of the inspection, basically. Oh. And he just, he couldn't be in there. I'll, I'll never forget that. He was, he was worthless. And, oh, one more cockroach story. This was my own fault. We knew this was cockroach infested, this one place this investor was buying. And it had a space heater for heat for the entire unit. Oh, my gosh. And it was a gas space heater. I mean, it's like this big monstrosity that sits in the living room. And that's, Vented to the outside? It's, it's vented to the outside. It is a vented gas space heater. And it's kind of like a gas fireplace. It just wow. gets super hot and kicks out heat and that's mm-hmm. it. And I, I said, yeah, we got to get this going. I got a test. He's like, you know, I'm probably just going to get rid of it. You don't even have to inspect it. And the next time someone says that to me, I'm not <laughs> inspecting it. But I just felt like I was a newer inspector. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like this is my job. I, I wouldn't want to, you know, say I didn't inspect it. And then later he says, hey, can you come back and check it? Mm-hmm. So I just said, well, I understand you're going to replace it, but I still got to look at it. And I lit it. And I think that's where all the cockroaches were living. Oh, disgusting. And the smell that came out of there, those cooked cockroaches and they're their feces and whatnot oh. was just enough to <laughs> gag you. And I mean, it was like smoking. <laughs> the the f- fried cockroach smell was, yeah, that was something else. <laughs> oh, and I, so I know if we were to ask, I think it was Mark was his name. I know if we were to ask Mark about that, he'd still give me a hard time to this day about this. Oh. Yeah. That was... I think you should have listened to Mark. Oh, he'd, he'll tell me that too. He'll say, yeah, remember that time I told you not to... Blah, 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 and you yeah. did. I, yeah. I took you off the hook, and you were like, oh, no, no. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. chew this yeah. bait for a little while longer. I'll let somebody take 
take me off the hook next time and I'll stay off the hook. Wow. Yeah. Gross that was stuff. a rather unpleasant 25 minutes of what <laughs> happens to us on a somewhat regular basis. Wait, we're not done. We're halfway done. I've got so much more, Bill. No. no we'll have okay, to do right, a, that's fine. gross part two. Yeah, maybe in a year or two. That's gross part yeah. two. We'll push this out. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to That's Gross Part 2. You've been listening to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. We will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. For more information on how we can provide you with the right information about your home before you buy or sell, contact us at StructureTech.com. 